A shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse, and from his roots a bud shall blossom. Hello, this is Father Thomas, and welcome to the Sprouting Stump podcast series, where we reflect on the readings that come to us from the Mass each day. When we take a little time to let the Spirit come upon us, a bud shall indeed blossom in our hearts, so we might be renewed in spirit and strengthened in faith, as we take this time together to enter into that beautiful word that comes to us from God. In his homily for the 13th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Father explains the importance of being charitable to a disciple of Christ. Thirsty, and I wanted to give him a cup of cold water. What would you do? 
You'd walk into your kitchen, open the refrigerator, probably pour something out of a pitcher. Maybe throw some ice cubes in it and hand it to them, right? Well, they didn't have refrigerators in the days of Jesus. They didn't have the convenient things that made ice cubes. If they wanted a cup of cold water, they had to actually walk to a well, which could have been a couple miles away, and then they had to immediately bring it back. Because the only place you had cold water was at the well, where the water was still cool, and bring it back and immediately give it to somebody. So giving somebody a small cup of cold water was not simply a nice gesture. It actually required somebody to go out of their way to extend themselves. We also have to remember something important. Jesus was speaking to a people at a time when their profession of faith in Christ could have meant death. And hospitality back then was not simply giving somebody something nice to eat. It wasn't giving them a gift card to Denny's and saying, have a nice day. Hospitality meant you welcome not only them, but what they stood for. To welcome a prophet meant that you accepted the prophet's teaching. To, work, to welcome a righteous man meant I believe in what you are doing. And to welcome and give a small cup of cold water to one of these little ones. And by little ones, he means disciples of Jesus at the time of Christ. It means to accept what they believe in. It's not simply a nice gesture. It's an act of faith. The cold water doesn't simply represent doing something a little bit considerate for somebody who's thirsty. It's about going out of your way to acknowledge somebody else's truth that they're preaching and saying, I want to be a part of that truth. I've given you this cold water because I want to hear more. I want to know what you're teaching. I want to be a part of that teaching. And back in those days, to be able to do that, could have very well meant division with your family, persecution by others, and even death by the Romans. It wasn't a nice gesture. It was a complete act of faith and denial of self. The reason why he says a small cup of cold water is because we have to remember when Jesus came, he was teaching them something radically different than what they've ever known before. Even his own apostles struggled to understand his teachings. They questioned it over and over again. A small cup of water means step by step they listen. But little by little they're saying, I take that in and I want to know more. I'm giving more of myself to you. But we also have to remember that any time water is referenced in scriptures, it almost always refers to the same thing. The life-giving waters of Christ. That idea of immersing somebody in that wonderful splendor of Jesus' truth and His goodness. Jesus says, I am the living water. Whoever wants to live must be born again of water and the Spirit. So water reminded people that life in Christ. So to give a disciple water means I want to enter into that life in Christ. I want to also satisfy your longing. And what was the greatest longing of the apostles more than anything else? The one desire they had more than anything, the one thing that they would be most satisfied of more than anything else in the world was not their own salvation, it was when somebody else professed faith in Christ and they themselves entered that path of salvation. The apostles were most satisfied, they were most glorified, they were most exhilarated by somebody coming to them and says, I want to know about Jesus, will you teach me? There was nothing greater in the days.
days of Jesus, a cup of cold water when it was hot would be like us getting a buffet meal at a restaurant. It was a powerful expression of desire to want to know more. Because notice he doesn't say, if you do this, you will get reward. He says, you will not lose your reward. Nobody would think that you would get your reward after you did something, but for these people of faith, the reward was already they had the desire for Christ. And what Jesus was saying is, when they pursue the truth being taught to them, that wonderful relationship, the desire for Christ, will only grow. It will become something even greater. They will not lose that desire for God, will actually nourish it, feed it, increase it, strengthen it. Put in today's context, if Jesus would say the same passage, he would say, if anyone were to come to you because you are Catholic and want to open their heart to what you have to teach them about the faith, they will surely not lose the reward of a Catholic. They will be given the grace of being a member of the body of Christ because of the desire to enter into that body of Christ. It's also a message for us who are already Catholic recognize that Jesus is saying that any time that we pursue the truth the church teaches us, any time we seek to go out of our way to learn a little bit more about what God wants us to know, any time we put that little bit of effort into deepening our faith, increasing our knowledge, and strengthening our love, he says your reward will not be lost. It's a powerful expression of hope that every time we seek to pursue Christ, Blessings flow from that. It's also to encourage others to come forward and not be afraid. Because the same thing happens today. How many of you know somebody who wanted to pursue the Catholic Church? They said, my family's going to hate me if I do this. Some of you might have actually experienced that when coming into the church. I've got relatives who won't become Catholic because their family will turn against them. It's no different. We're to encourage them that don't be afraid of that. Faith in Christ is going to lead to division. And we can't avoid that simply to make things comfortable for others. We are called to pursue goodness. And even if you just give a little bit of yourself, that little small cup of cold water, you go out of your way to pursue that truth that we teach through the church, built on apostolic foundation. The teaching of the church today is the same teaching that the twelve apostles that Jesus called to the gospel today to go out and proclaim, we have the same truth. And there's still people out there that struggle to hear it. But there's people that are longing for it, but are afraid. And Jesus said, don't be afraid. Because by your pursuit of that, you will get the reward of those who you are actually pursuing. You will get the reward of the disciple, even if you're not fully one. You'll get the reward of salvation, even if you're not right there, but because you are pursuing it, because you're seeking to satisfy the desires of those who are part of the faith of Christ. And everyone who is a true disciple of Jesus, everybody who is a true disciple of Jesus, should have the same longing in their heart as the apostles. And that longing is not for us to get to heaven, but that other people enter the faith that we profess so that they too can experience the beauty of eternal life. And not just get to heaven, but experience it in its fullness. That's only possible through the faith we profess.
confess, the faith that we claim to live, the faith that we adhere to, the faith that is the Catholic Church. We need to encourage people to seek that, to remind them that Jesus says, just as desiring that, we will be blessed. But also remind ourselves that we should never stop pursuing the truth of the Church, even when it's difficult. We all have dealt with somebody that we professed our faith that struggled to accept what we have to teach. Even other Catholics. And it's those times like that we have to remember we put forth that effort to bring them that cold little water that our reward will never be taken away. It's kind of sad that as Catholics we grow up thinking that thing that we should be working on the most is our own salvation. The thing we should be working on the most is everybody else's. And ours will fall. The apostles were always desiring one thing. They wanted everybody to know Christ. And Jesus was saying, when you reach out to those people, remind them that Christ is already with them. Just so the desire. We need to help them to see that pursuing the faith that we profess is a beautiful thing. But we need to foresee it as a beautiful thing. Let us not just receive the cold water from others, let us be the cold water for others. So that all people can experience the beauty 